Welcome to Sharpen the Iron Podcast, where it is my job to share with you tools, lessons, inspiration, and ideas to help you sharpen your iron mind, empowering you to go out and walk with God day by day to maximize your life. Today, we are diving into some tweets that I've posted, and I've been posting for a while, and I just want to dive a bit deeper into some of these thoughts and ideas, and so we're going to call this Tweet Talks number one. And some days just a lot of things come to me and I use Twitter as an outlet to put that out into the world. And sometimes I am not able to go in any deeper. And so this is now an outlet where I can do that as well. So we're going to start with the first one. We're going to go through six today. Thinking slash awareness interrupts programmed behaviors. So I noticed this while I was in the shower. And I have this routine I do where I put my soap on my body, start with my left arm, go to my side, and then go to my right arm. And you know how it goes. We have, at least for me, I've noticed that I I do the same routine every time. And I do the same thing with the lotion that I put on my body. I go through this programmed routine that I've just learned, and I don't even think twice about doing. In fact, I do it unconsciously every single time. But what I noticed yesterday was when I started to think about what arm I put the soap on, I became stuck. I didn't know what to do. I couldn't move. All of a sudden, thinking and awareness interrupted this programmed, conditioned response, reaction, routine, whatever you want to call it. And obviously, putting the soap on my body, it's not a bad thing, right? But there's programmed responses we have to other stimulus that creates and evokes and elicits a negative response out of us. For example, getting pissed off in traffic. When we do this without even consciously thinking about it, we react. We aren't choosing our response, but acting from this programmed reaction. It's but because of the stimulus that is evoking that within us. So how do we break this old, outdated software that is getting pissed about something outside of our control? Because it really makes no sense to get pissed about traffic. It's trivial. When you think about it, why would you get upset about something you can't control? Obviously, much easier said than done, but it's something with traffic that we can work towards because if we can overcome getting upset there, then it can help us in the other areas of life dealing with those things that are outside of our control. So how do we break this programmed response? We break the cycle through awareness, right? Through thinking, which is logic or reason. You're no longer acting from this animal response, this the flesh. You're not acting out of some chemical reaction. So by shining the light into the darkness of our unconscious, these program behaviors no longer have power over you. By recognizing them, we can now work to unlearn, which is what transformation is. It's unlearning these programmed responses. It's unlearning these reactions. And this is how transformation happens because you can't fight demon, demons in the dark. The most important part for me then is recognizing that all change starts with awareness. If we want to overcome something, we must first become aware of that thing. Otherwise, it forever holds power over us. So wake the hell up and pay attention. And remember that thinking slash awareness interrupts these programmed behaviors. Number two. <clears throat> An overt trait often conceals its opposite. An overt trait often conceals its opposite. So I got this from Robert Greene in The 48 Laws of Power, and I absolutely love it. So the saying, look at his big truck, 
he must be compensating for something ties right in with this. And if so, so if someone comes off overtly confident, overly confident, almost to the point maybe where it's uncomfortable, but it's easy to notice, right? And it might even come off as arrogance. It's not concealing their insecurities. You know, we look at them. How are they so confident? How are they like that? Why are they like that? Often we judge. It's not concealing the insecurities within, but actually revealing it because that overt trait is revealing. They It says it's concealing, but it's actually revealing its opposite. Same with someone who comes off extremely shy. Most likely on the inside, they're screaming for attention, but that shyness is overly masking or suppressing that within. I think this is interesting as well to acknowledge in ourselves and in others because we must realize there's always two sides to one coin. And I've had experiences with people who come off very confident. Again, maybe it is to the point of arrogance, and some people take a lot of offense to it. They take it personally. But being able to see through this can help us put things into perspective. You don't have to take this person, you take the... you. Go beyond the surface level. You're, you're able to see the whole truth potentially. Because we, most, we almost always trust our first appearances, first appearances. But instead of believing, instead of revealing, they are concealing these first appearances. So when we do go beyond the surface level and look a little bit deeper, we then don't allow our first judgment of someone to taint our views of them. So we can work, especially with ourselves, find those things in us where we are maybe coming off too strong at something or very strong with something. What are we trying to conceal or suppress? And, and so we don't have to take things so personally and we don't have to judge based off that first appearance. We can work to go beyond the surface level and see through a little bit deeper, which is an important skill we can work to develop by listening, paying attention to people. All right, number three. Where you point the finger is where you give the power. This is important because it's something I personally struggle with and I believe we all struggle with. It's playing the victim, which in the moment can taste very good because you feel like you've been done wrong. You're a victim. You somehow deserve something because the world or someone else is oppressing you. You're the oppressed. However, this is all a lie because where we point the finger is where we surrender our own inner power. When we do point the finger in the mirror, though, we find that by taking it all on ourselves, then it's in our control. When it's my fault, then I can do something about it. But pointing the finger, we surrender all that power. So it's constantly walking in awareness of the fact that we are in control of how we see reality. We must work to mentally reframe how we're seeing something if we're not liking what we're seeing. And then our response to that thing, right? We control how we see something and we can control how we respond. We can control our attitude and effort. And the ego likes to cast blame because it feels empowering. It feels like you have the high ground. When you've been done wrong and pointing that finger, it feels like you're more pure, you're more holy than someone else. But this turns into a negative cycle. It keeps you forever at the mercy of the external. So take it all on yourself and go within. Where you point the finger is where you give the power. Number four, make the habit the goal, not the outcome. 
This for me has been extremely freeing. A year ago, I had this goal to read 30 books. In a year, I wanted to read 30 books, but I noticed I still struggled to sit down, open a book, and on top of that, when I did read, I was just focused on getting done, reading the book as fast as possible so I could just check another one off my list. I was just reading to feel good about myself. I wasn't learning or gaining anything because I was just rushing through. I wasn't enjoying the process. I was just trying to get to the destination. But then hearing and learning this has helped me switch the way I approach it. I find a lot of peace and freedom in it, honestly. So by taking, making the habit the goal, now I focus on reading for an hour a day. However many pages I read in an hour is dependent on that hour. You know, maybe I sit and think about a page for five minutes. Maybe one day I go through it a lot faster. But now I'm able to sit down daily to read. And however many books I read in a year, it's not so important for me. It's not that, that doesn't matter. It's the daily habit of sitting down and doing the thing. This goes for anything. As well as I was at a point one time where I was trying to, you know, gain all these followers, gain 100,000 followers. But I've switched it. Instead of making that goal, instead of making that outcome the goal, I've made the habit the goal. Now just try to focus on posting one to two times a day because we're playing the long game here. Your habits make your character and your character becomes your destiny. So by creating habits, playing the micro game and letting time do its job, we will eventually win the macro game. Focus on the little things today and enjoy the process because there is no end. You know, what could you be? Watch what you could become if you focused on those little habits that were moving you in the right direction. What could you be in 5, 10, 15, 20 plus years? Because as long as you're headed in the right direction, that's all that matters. So focus on those little habits because that's what we can control. We can't control the outcomes. We can control our habits though. And number five, this one ties right into it. The little things are easy to do, which makes them easy not to do. And that ties right in with our habits, right? The habits, the little things we give ourselves to daily are so damn easy to do. But the easiest thing to do is also the easiest thing not to do. It's very easy to overlook, right? Because it seems today so micro and minuscule. But again, the micro creates the macro. The little things today don't matter much, but give those little things time and they add up. Give it 5, 10, 15, 20 plus years and all of a sudden those little things become the big things. They become everything. You know, a cheeseburger once a day or cheeseburger today isn't going to hurt you, but think about a cheeseburger every day for a year, five years, 10 years. That little habit really, really adds up. On the day, for today, it might seem minuscule. It might seem not like nothing, but... It adds up. And we all know the little things we need to be doing. So find those fundamentals, those staples that you can stick to. Then just chop wood, carry water. Beat at it over and over and over again. Don't overlook the little things. And I like this quote uh, as well from Carl Jung that says, Modern man can't find God because he doesn't look low enough. Our pride leads to us overlooking what's right in front of us, which is where God is. But humility keeps us humble, open, and honest. It keeps us in touch with these little things, which keeps us in touch with God, right? When you become, when you learn to fall in love with the little things, you find God in the subtle joy of all of it. And 
you realize that the little things are not such little things anymore. They are everything. And finishing with number six. So I was late to a meeting the other day. This is the tweet. I was late to a meeting. In my head, thinking everyone would be around, sitting around waiting for me, as if the whole world had been put on pause. I showed up. No one cared. No one even noticed. Reminder, get out of your own head. No one cares. Free yourself and be yourself. Being stuck in your head leads to self-delusion. You know, I thought the world had stopped because of me. I thought my imaginary audience was waiting for me, all eyes on me, putting this ridiculous pressure on myself. And it was very humbling to come to realize that when I showed up, no one cared and no one even noticed. When we fear what other people think, we amplify this imaginary audience in our heads and it leads us to self-delusion. You don't feel like people are constantly watching you. You become overcritical of yourself. You become super self-conscious. You're constantly focused on me, 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 me all the time. When that energy is always inwards, it becomes very self-destructive as well. It's self-delusion and it's self-destructive. And so realizing that you are a center of the world, but not the center of the world. <clears throat> and the world doesn't re revolve around you. It <clears throat> and this holds us back when we do think that everyone's watching us from being ourselves, from freedom. We get trapped in the, prisons, the prison of our own mind. Learning this as well has not happened overnight. It's For me, it's been a transformation, a process that I'm constantly going through, learning over and over again that no one really cares. Get out of your own head. Just be you. Something God is trying to teach me. We must realize whether we die or not, the sun will still come up. Life will keep going on just as this is the same as it has before. And this quote as well helps me tremendously put things into perspective. You'll stop worrying what others think about you when you realize how seldom they do. Think about it. Someone might judge you in the moment. Something embarrassing might happen in one moment. Someone might look at you and laugh. A minute later, they're worried about what they're going to eat. They're worried about the bills they're going to pay. They're worried about how other people think about them. They're worried about themselves. We're so focused on ourselves. If we can continue to work to know this in our hearts it will free us. And the more we can be ourselves, the more free we are, the more we can help give the world what we have to offer. So there's six tweets. I hope you enjoyed this little different bit of style. I actually really enjoyed it, diving deeper into some of these things. It helped me explore them at a, at a different level. And uh, it's interesting to kind of articulate them, put them together, speak about them, as I believe they are fundamental truths that we can all, tools that we can use in our lives that we can, they're just important. And I, there are things that I think about, things that I've struggled with, and I wanted to share because someone else out there is most likely going through the same thing. So thank you guys for listening. Sharpen the iron. We'll see you next time.